another episode of what's your jersey i am jacqueline marfuji your host and i'm just really happy to be here i uh i love podcasting and it kind of feels like therapy sometimes and it's just been a crazy day i think there's a full moon tonight and it just feels amazing especially right now because i'm sitting down surrounded by crystals <laughs> surrounded by crystals and i'm holding what's the name of this crystal that you gave me black tourmaline i'm i'm gripping like with the jaws of life onto black tourmaline tourmaline i probably said that wrong but whatever and i just feel more at peace and at ease because you know when you just had a day where everything kind of goes wrong timing is just off for everyone and everything communications off you know, it's just been one of those days. Is that so your day, your week, or month, or even your year? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, that voice. She's been on this podcast, I think, twice. I think you've been a guest twice. Yeah, I'm a regular. You're a regular. <laughs> You're like a podcast regular. And she's one of my best friends. And we had to catch up before doing her podcast, which is Adderall and Compliments. And you should listen to that before you listen to this or after you listen to this. Anyway, um, she's a crystal queen. She has an, an, a crystal factory pretty much in her apartment. It's amazing. Um, she also has been a writer on Fashion Police on E! with the legendary Joan Rivers. She is now a writer on the TV show Page Six on Fox, which I'm so fucking excited about. I'm so proud of you. Uh, John Fugelsang is the host. And you'll actually be in New York to appear on the show at the end of October. So yes. look out for that, guys. And we'll talk about that later. And she is a live podcast, guys. And it's coming to Chicago. So for all you meatballs out there that live in the Chicago area or... As, or as it's better known, Andrew Santino's hometown. <laughs> Andrew Santino's hometown. Um, Chicago. Uh, <laughs> uh, she'll be there October 14th at Chicago Theater Works. And there's still some tickets available, but they're going fast. And if you want to get tickets, um, just go to chicagotheaterworks.com or the link is in her bio. I want to welcome the beautiful, the hot, the cat mom, Annabelle DeSisto. Oh, what an intro. I know. I had some practice. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for having me <laughs> to your place. Thank you for being had. To your... <laughs> Thank you, Ellen and Phil Marfuji. <laughs> um, I love you, and I'm so happy you're here. I feel like we have so much to talk about. Um, we actually just talked about something funny on your podcast, and it reminded me. Um, Annabelle Venmoed the wrong person <laughs> uh, recently, and... <laughs> And they, if this person is listening, which I'm sure they are, because this is such a huge podcast, I'm so, so proud of you. Thank you. And it's one of my, so many of our friends have podcasts, and I listen to three of them. And I'll <laughs> let you guys guess whichever ones you want to pick that you think they are, but Jacqueline's is actually <laughs> I listen to yours, too. You're amazing. Um, so anyway. I'm sure that that person listens to this, because who doesn't? Thank you. Unless you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, dummy. You guys aren't because you're meatballs and you're brilliant because you're listening to this. Yeah, meatballs. Um, but yeah, if you're listening, you are a bad person. <laughs> <laughs> Annabelle accidentally sent $100 to the wrong person. She was trying to send $100 to a makeup artist in Chicago to do her makeup for her live show, as anyone would get their makeup done for any live show, because that's very important. Can you tell the meatballs who your favorite makeup artist in New York is? My favorite makeup artist is Miss Priscilla NYC on Instagram, or better known, Teresa Judice or Judice, depending on what season she goes by. She's changed her name. She's very versatile. Um, she is Teresa's best friend and makeup artist, and she appears sometimes on the show, like sometimes. in the background. Yeah. Um, she's Priscilla. She does all the makeup for um, Bravo's. Like anybody who goes on Watch What Crap or. <laughs> watch what happens is my favorite my other favorite podcast watch what happens she is normally their makeup artist she's so hot and so beautiful too she's it's insane so gorgeous she's the most entertaining person how does she I've ever have met. her own show she is take every person on bravo put them into like blend them up put them into one person that person is still not as entertaining as priscilla can you do an impression of priscilla 
see just like the minute I saw I don't even know if I No, I love this story so much. About what she said when I first met yeah. her. <laughs> it's so good. She's ultimate goals for this podcast, by the way. About what was inside of her? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's like she said a lot of <laughs> She I opened the door, opened the hotel room like four thirty in the morning. I had never met her before. And she, I opened the, the door. The bellman at the W is helping her bring in her giant kit and her like light or her diva like light ring. And she's talking. She's like, she's like, oh my god, girl, you don't even know. You don't even know. Let me tell you. Like, let me tell you. Oh my god, I'm so tired. I'm having sex. I'm surprised cum isn't dripping out of me down the hallway. I'm so sorry. Like, and I was just like, hi, nice to meet you. <laughs> um, I can't do a Jersey accent. I can't do a Jacqueline Marfucci accent. Um, oh, it's fine. But she's so incredible and just like the best makeup artist in the entire world she takes me from looking like a gremlin you fed after midnight to looking <laughs> like a real person uh more than a real person so she's incredible like a supermodel oh yeah that's why the, literally the only instagram pictures i have on my page are from when i go to new york and i take a million pictures of them and i space them out till the next time i go to new york right you stockpile those photos really it's the main reason i go to new york i have a question has she given you any makeup tips like any tips you could give the meatballs that you've learned from her um, oh, I wish, I mean, she does this, I know this isn't a tip, but what she does is the same thing I used to do when I did my makeup, um, when I used to, uh, see the outside world. Um, she uses pieces of tape, um, and puts them on the side of your eye. So it's like you have a little, you take two pieces, of tape, I don't know how to explain it, and you put it right up against your eye. So the tape is going so upwards. You have like a wing. So you have a wing. So you built, you have a built in wing and that's how I always did my makeup because of, um, I used to be obsessed with we talked about this how with Alexis Vogel yes Pamela Anderson yeah how girl. she had a shadow chamois is what she called it in oh, her like kit that. when I still watch them I ordered the VHS Alexis Vogel tapes that doesn't make <laughs> me sound old at all uh so yeah I was watching the VHS tapes yeah so it, you haven't hit you 30 do, yet so shut up you do um so it gives you like an automatic wing and so your eyeshadow no matter how you know because I feel like it's so hard to get eyeshadow. Oh, even. I'm constantly like wiping it with my finger and then redoing it. And so also that when you have like your eyeliner and your eyeshadow going down, it kind of gives you like that sad puppy dog look. Which is only like cute on puppy how, dogs. And Britney Spears. You know how like Britney has some raccoon eyes though right now where we need to talk to her and just get her to stop. Like erase the bottom black. <laughs> have much. you? I'm surprised you haven't seen her in Vegas yet. I've, I saw her when she was brunette, which doesn't count. No. Yeah. Like it was right when the show started and apparently she, the only thing she was allowed to control when the show started was her hair color. So she dyed it brown, but all the dancers she hired were brunettes and the dancers are so phenomenal. Shout out to Sarah Mitchell um, that Brittany blended in and they were better. And I hate yeah. this hurts my heart to say this, but Brittany's a blonde. She needs to be blonde. So yeah. I need to go to the show again before it closes in no, January. Some people just need to stick with what, What's on brand? The, you know, I do. Lisa Lampanelli, you should have stayed fat because <laughs> you were way more attractive and way more normal looking fat than you being. She looks like Al. She's like Al Sharpton now, like skinny lollipop head where he looked better fat, too. <sighs> and she has her hair in like adjusted like her and Justin Bieber have the same haircut. Do they? He has hair now. And I'm just like, Lisa Lampanelli, no, you should have stayed obese. Stay that way. Or like just maybe a little overweight. Obese is like bad for the heart. But like. You know, Just, stay on brand. Yeah. Brittany does make me happy. She posts these videos. Uh, Rachel O'Brien and I always laugh about them. These like runway fashion like turns where she's just like filming herself in her house in oh, Vegas. Oh, yeah. She did one recently of Fashion Week where like you but, don't have to be in, fa in Paris to do Fashion Week. And it was her. <laughs> I don't know who's holding the camera. I don't know. Probably either. James Preston. Or I don't know who <laughs> she has. It was James Preston and Small Fry and Tater Tot. Well, is it? something Wilkie James Wilkie that's isn't no. that Sarah Jessica Parker's son uh, yes. yes oh my god how embarrassing of me <laughs> you should I'm know so, this um there's Sean Preston and Sean Michael why can't I remember their names Jaden 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 James that might be it who wow. is Sean Michael I don't know who Sean oh my god Michael he's is. just are you just naming people you send Venmo money to by accident what are you doing probably this is my I'm like okay it's Jaden James Annabelle's delirious right now because this new writing job she got, she has to wake up at 3 a.m. Uh, Eastern time or Pacific time. I wake up 3 a.m. here because it's 6 a.m. Because it's 6 a.m. Um, on the East Coast. 
And she has to write all these jokes for like all the headlines that are coming out that morning. And then do you go back to sleep and no. then wake up again? What do you, so you just have been waking up at 6 a.m. every day. 3 a.m. 3 a.m. every Yeah. <laughs> 3 a.m. every day. And I've gotten like three or four hours of sleep um, just because of doing the crystal kits that you see everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to post a video I'm, of these amazing crystal kits. So I'm, she the, is, unf- I'm like Bethany Frankel of crystals, but without, you know, the money or success or the ex or your you know, the Shut gay up. ex-husband. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just all of my own brand all around It's me. everywhere. It's um, the energy in this place is phenomenal. So again. just trying to um, get up to date with the orders and get the Halloween crystal kit out. Cause I did a Halloween crystal kit where I had crystal skulls that were really cool. I love the crystal skulls. And they come in two kits. I have the seance kit. Seance kit? What? And then What's I have that? the boss ass witch kit. Oh, both of these sound great. Can you explain those to the meatballs, please? Okay, so the seance kit. I have black obsidian, which is a form of what you were holding. It's a very protective stone, and it's to, it's like a hater blocker stone. It's like to protect you from all the energy vampires. You know, like the I think we need that. In the our people lives right who now. we know a ton, um, and everybody does. Like you know, the people who when you're around them, they just take all of the energy and happiness out of you, and like they drain you. Yeah, you should stay away from those people. That no matter like what is going on, they're has they're negative. They bring the mood down. Yes, and so, they affect you. And so I use it to, if you're going to a particularly stressful place, or it's great to have like in your work because it's just it. You hold it and it grounds you and it kind of calms you down, and centers you. Because that's why I was like, here, hold this and kind of. Because I feel like certain people are confused about crystals, and this is what I've always wanted to ask you on here, and I never have, like. The properties of crystals don't necessarily like work on other people around you. It's just how your energy is feeling. Exactly. Right. So that stone isn't going to make a shithead leave your presence, but it's going to calm you down. It's going to calm you down and kind of help. It's going to absorb the negative, like kind of absorb the negativity, sort of like a sponge. Okay. And like to take it out of the air and the energy away from you. So what crystals do you have in your bra right now? Um, right now I <laughs> She's have reaching for them. She's wearing a great shirt that says hashtag cat mom. I have look a tiger's eye, which is, I always have this one, um, in my bra whenever I record. Okay. What does that do? Um, it's just like a confidence crystal and like, Ooh, it's good for like bringing out your, your truth and speaking, like speaking up for yourself and having confidence. And do you think Katy Perry had those in her bra when she filmed roar? Yes. <laughs> God, I wish. When is Katy Perry gonna go back to her old music? I miss Katy, the old Katy. She's I, a new judge on I American don't, Idol, by the way. She got paid twenty six million dollars. That insane. is more than Mariah Carey got paid. That's more than Jennifer Lopez got paid. I just am very confused by this. And the thing is, I'm like, I love Katy Perry. I cried. I like old school Katy. I cried Perry. when her and Russell Brand broke up. I'm still not over that divorce. Um, I went to go see her documentary. Um, oh, you went to the theater. I went to the theater, saw wow. it in 3D. I was like one of four people there. I love that. Um, and I, I truly love her. I saw her in concert on the California. I've never seen her live. She How was she? incredible. Oh, I'm shocked to hear this. It was so much. I mean, she's not a dancer. And no. Like she, you know, she knows that. She can move, though. But it was fun because that was, um, it was like when California Girls came out in Teenage Dream. And so it was like that was right her after best that. Album. And that best was when work. she was still married to Russell. And she... The entire uh, theater smelled like cotton candy because she would, uh, they would do like um, smell through the vents. So you went in and it just smelled like pink cotton candy. I guys, you heard it here first. I never knew she did that, and it was just so cool. And every it was the concert that I went to where everyone was the most dressed up, like so many people, and it made me mad. I didn't know people did this, and I was like, ah, I should have made a costume. Everyone came in costume. <laughs> that happened at the Lady Gaga concert. There were so many Gagas walking around. It was so amazing. Oh my god, I didn't get, like. Yeah. How was it? Uh, well, meatballs have heard about this. Uh, it was probably one of the best concerts I've ever been to and I understand why she's like in if you watch the documentary you I haven't I haven't watched it yet it's like it's really good my favorite parts were seeing her just in the studio doing what she does best and creating and I love seeing her like relationship with Mark Ronson like they're so playful and like they work so well together relationship as in platonic they're not dating yeah um and seeing her work with florence is it welch from florence and the machine Mm -hmm. they oh god their song hey girl it's so chill but so good and i love i'm i feel like i grew up a girl's girl i was in a sorority i love girl 
friends. That's a thing. And like this song is such an anthem for like, hey, girl, I got your back. Like, I'm, I'm just here and oh, it's I chill. It. Oh, yeah. It's so good. Love those parts of it. The documentary itself, a little depressing. It makes you sad for her. She cries through 90% of the documentary because she's physically in so much pain. Um, so that's kind of hard yeah, to take. Because, yeah, on the Facebook group, everyone was like, have you watched it yet? I'm like five minutes in and crying. And so I was just waiting. I was like, I don't have time to cry right now. It's um, weird, though, because it doesn't, like, make you fall in love with her more or anything like that. Like, really? That's so, doesn't she open up about, like, mental health and stuff? Sh- a and little depression? bit. A little bit with depression, yeah. Yeah. She just, I do like that she seems, like, real. Um, She lets you into a lot of her family life, which I know, like, she's very close with her dad. Mm-hmm. And you get to see Have a lot of footage of that. Have you ever been to their restaurant in New York? Joanne's? No, I haven't been there yet. We need to go. That. Oh, my God. Guys, let's do a meetup at Joanne's. <laughs> yes! Yes! Yes. Didn't the Real Housewives of New York do an episode there? I think they made pizza there, to be honest. Oh, my God. Is that where Jules put that uh, yeah, that's silverware exactly. in the calzone? Yeah, I think that's exactly. What? <laughs> I think that's I could be wrong. That's the place where. Please don't crucify me, Meatballs, if I get this Jill wrong. Jill Weinstein? I think that is where they Jules went. Jules Weinstein. Jules, yes. Sorry, um, I cannot talk today. No, I actually, I wanted to talk to you. I have, I feel like a terrible Real Housewives of New Jersey fan, but I did not see the premiere last night. Did you see it? I watched it this morning. Okay, what did um, you think? I never thought that I would say I like Real Housewives of New Jersey more than I like OC, but OC is so fucking terrible it's this awful. season. They, it's been a horse that's been limping back to the barn for a couple years. Take the shotgun out, put it out of its <laughs> fucking misery. We love animals. It needs to go. And this is coming from a PETA member, but this is painful to watch. Like, it's and it's something, bad. And OC was never my favorite franchise, but it's no. like, it's so sad. I think shows should have I mean at least for scripted shows one thing I love about American Horror Story is it's one season of that story because it's like there's nothing worse than seeing your favorite show go downhill and they all inevitably go downhill there's only so many stories you know and it's always like the last two or three seasons of your favorite show like because I'm rewatching The Office Beverly Hills 90210 just like just stop just Just, we should have stopped maybe it's painful and because it's like I'm such a dedicated fan but then you're like it's hard. please don't please don't I'm embarrassed watching this yeah but it's just like OC is fucking terrible and I never used to like Jersey I got back into Jersey last year because I was working or I was working at After Buzz and doing an after show about New Jersey so I had to watch it mm-hmm. but all I did was make fun of it the entire time <laughs> um and uh, I had to stop reading YouTube comments after that. That's a little scary. Um, also, review and rate us and write really nice things please oh yeah <laughs> and if you know it if you're going to take the time to go do it you know Write something nice, because if it ain't cute, put it on mute, okay? <laughs> you don't have to broadcast that to the world. <laughs> well, actually, Annabelle got me a really cool necklace of the state of New Jersey from Bob Ovar, which is I a did. new sponsor of this podcast. We'll be, ta- well, I'll be you know, giving out Congratulations. codes Congratulations. I'm so jealous. I'm going to make, I'm going to use your code and make different accounts and <laughs> use it over It's still my favorite necklace, and the coolest thing about that necklace was at the time, I wore it out and immediately got dates. Like everyone commented on this necklace that you made for me from Bobble Bar. It was awesome. And I don't know how you did it, but thank you. I of appreciate course. It. And I just felt so bad that I felt like that friend who was like, no, I, I got you something. And you're like, you don't have to. It's, <laughs> it's awkward fine. when like everyone's done that where you don't have a gift for somebody, but you're like, oh, it didn't come yet. I have a gift for you. <laughs> and you're like, it's, you're like, it's fine. We don't we have can, to pretend. It's worse. It, you know what's worse than you not giving me a gift is like you lying to me that you did yeah it's like bad karma just stop like let's we're adults here come like, on anyway um i feel like we should send these necklaces to all the real housewives of new jersey it's, it's so, it so are you good. excited like you liked I'm it excited. last like last episode got right into it i did cry literally <gasps> in two seconds you cried and i'm not very much a crier you're not no, a crier don't get me wrong i am very clinically depressed but yes. i'm not i don't really exhumate that in crying yeah we um, take medication to yeah stop that. Uh, so i'm not really much a crier but it opened up with Teresa's mom dying. And like they didn't even do it, it's just like obviously you have to um Jeez. acknowledge that. But like and Priscilla like lived with Teresa for like a month right after. Like yeah. she like took Teresa, you know, and she's very much part of their family. Um, but it opens up with that and it's then, you know, then you so the woman's in the mom's like in the hospital and then like the next scene is like you see the like limos pulling like slow motion into the cemetery and I was so sad and crying and then I went from crying to extreme anger and this is a pet peeve of mine they released balloons into the air 
I Ugh. fucking hate balloons so much as if it's not sad enough that your mother is dead. You know what you're helping kill? Another mother of Mother Earth with these fucking balloons that you're releasing into the environment. I hate it when people do that so much. Number one, like balloons, like cool. Like they look like little rubber plastic, like sperms flying in the air. Like you would hate. stop telling your kids. Like when I see gender reveals like on Facebook, which I, I don't know when that became like, <laughs> so it's like you now have another party of like yeah i assume your baby's gonna have a fucking gender <laughs> spoiler uh, alert i mean we celebrate it's everything up to them come on what gender they choose yeah that's or it or choose not to it's be you fine know? but it's like yeah i assume your kid's gonna be something <gasps> like i just feel like people are bored and they like to celebrate every little i blame thing pinterest and that's one of my favorite websites yeah, yeah. but it's like pinterest is made i now i i now know what size fruit Every pregnant person on my Facebook, what what size fruit their baby is currently at? Ooh, yeah, it's rough. It's I don't. I mean, granted, we have never had babies. Like, so stop I don't know giving what's an happen. update. Like, what will be interesting is if in a year from now the baby is still the size of a banana. That would be worth noting. That put put a picture of that. That's interesting. I I, I think that would be great. I think we should all anyone that's pregnant. If right that now, baby is still that, that size, like that's worth a post. <laughs> like, hey, my baby is still this size. Like, cool. Oh, but besides God. that, like, yeah, the gender reveal when they release the balloons into the air, I and like, like, can that. you stop telling your fucking children when they get like a birthday balloon or whatever, and they're like, it's going up to heaven? No, or it's, it's not. It's no, it's not. An animal. It's going into a sea turtle's stomach that will eventually die because your dumb kid thought it was going to its grandma in heaven. <laughs> Stop it. Oh, I man. want to go into Ralph's and go into like the balloon like party section and literally take a knife and that'll be my like version like that. I just want to go through and stab every balloon. Every balloon. Like when I go on a like balloon killing spree, it'll just be like me going to, you'll see it on the news, just like local woman destroying <laughs> thousands of like balloon. Like there's a balloon caper on them. <gasps> I just hate them that much. <laughs> so I know that's a really long diatribe, but that I went from crying about Teresa's mom to being like the balloon. Anything good or uplifting happen on the episode? They didn't do the taglines. What? They, I guess because they thought it would be like not not appropriate to do after a cemetery scene. But I'm like, you could have done that at the end. Yeah. Why did they open with that? But I guess because everything's now like Teresa dealing with all the things. How Teresa's mom just died and how her husband's in prison and blah, blah, blah. God, you can't write this stuff. But Danielle Staub. She's back. She's back. Do you like her? Is, is she likable? I mean, I have to like her because I feel like Danielle Staub and I are eyebrow twins. Um, we're, we're rubbing crystals so right now, guys. I always felt bad for her. Everyone I just thought was so mean to her and hard on her. Okay. And I'm just like, if anybody deserved to be on all the seasons of The Housewives, it's tr- It's like, because Teresa and Danielle are the reason that got a second season. Exactly. There, there would have been no that table, table flip. flip. Without, I mean, I do a joke about that table flip. Without Danielle. And it was like, okay, and her dad, who is like now like a widow and like obviously like he's distraught because they've been married for I don't know how many years. And he's this old, like they're from like Italy. They yeah. like, fl- they're like know? straight off the boat. Um, And so he's sitting there and Danielle stopped like at the end of the episode sends flowers. And so um, she that's is how like, she gets introduced. basically. Uh, yeah, that's kind of how it like comes back. And Teresa's like, you know, she sent me flowers. And so he was like, you know, who is and she is like, Danielle. And he's like, I, I'm like, I don't know. You're, the dad is fucking 90 and just lost his wife. Like, he's, he's not. not like, oh. And she's like, you know, Danielle, you know the girl mom flipped the table at? <laughs> That's Danielle. And he was like, oh. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Or you can say the reason your daughter has a career. Yeah. One or the because other. because of this woman and her 19 engagements. Oh, God. The Ugh. prostitution whore. Been engaged 19 times. <laughs> <laughs> I love your impressions of the Jersey house. I'm just like, I... She needs to write another book besides Cop Without a Badge. Is that her, her book's name? That's not the book she wrote. Wasn't that like the book that she's talked about in? Probably. And Teresa brought it to. Oh, yeah. As like evidence. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I'm like, oh, it's the only book Teresa's well, ever Teresa written. Teresa was like, I, I, you know. She hasn't even read her own book. No, she hasn't read her own book. Um, Teresa's doing like this whole like comeback tour, I feel like, where she's like a changed new woman after jail. That's cool. I'm sure you are. Um, but she she keeps calling herself a single mom in these interviews. And I get it. Like, she kind of is. Her husband's in jail. But, like, they're not divorced. It's not like he's, like, gone. Like, he's yeah. still, like, a dad. Like, you're not a single mom. Danielle is a single mom. 
Yeah. Like that was kind of like her reasoning for being friends with her again. She's like, I'm a single mom. Danielle is a single mom. <laughs> like no one should be out of a career because of like something I did. And it's like, no, you still have a husband. <laughs> Calm down. I feel like that's like I always do a just enough section where like I talk just enough sports for the week so anyone can talk sports. I feel like Real Housewives is sport for you. Yes. So that was like more than like half of the just enough sections. <laughs> I feel like this season's going to be really entertaining. Well, I mean, it does work out because um, my dad's like, you know, Italians aren't, you know, we don't do sports. We're sports mechanics. Yes. <laughs> I re- oh, That's going to be the title of this podcast. <laughs> Um, one other thing, which I, this is another part of the just enough section. Uh, I do want to say if you, I mean, obviously we all know the Vegas shooting happened this weekend. I don't want to talk too much about it because it's been overtalked. I don't even want to say the shooter's name because I think he's a piece of shit. No one should be talking about him or giving him glorifying him. No, absolutely. Um, there is, oh man, I'm going to find the charity that you can donate money to, um, for a Vegas relief fund. Uh, also, I'm doing a show on October 23rd, I think it is. Uh, it's a charity show for the victims. Yes, October 23rd, Monday, 8 o'clock at Mon- Molly Malone's, and all proceeds go to Las Vegas Relief. Uh, so I'd love to have you guys there. But one of the hot topics right now is gun control, um, as it should be. And this is something that one of my favorite comedians, Neil Brennan, sh- said on The Daily Show, because I feel like everyone's talking about gun control, but nothing's happening yes. about it. And <laughs> last night on The Daily Show, this was Neil Brennan's solution to America's gun problem. And he re- said, NFL players, instead of taking a knee, stand during the national anthem and above your head, hold an AR-15. We'll have new gun control legislation by halftime. <laughs> I agree with I you. I fucking love him. <laughs> yeah, the fact that my vagina is more regulated than an AK-47. Yeah. Like, hey, you know what? All old white male millionaires who are trying to regulate my vagina, I don't know, instead of a gun that is meant to kill people and also all you fucking gun humpers no one's coming in like nazis to like confiscate your guns like calm down just yeah so just like we just want it like i don't know tougher that people on the terrorist watch list on the no fly list people who are not able to fly are still able to buy a gun i'm like what so they can't even fly in an airplane like there was one shoe bomber and for the rest of our lives, we have to take shoes off and have like way more backup mm. at security check-in. And I have to take my laptop out because of one shoe bomber. It's so annoying. But we have upteenth, <laughs> upteenth mass shootings. And they're like, eh, still fine. The problem are the shoes. That's what we need to focus on, you guys. Oh, man. So you heard it Sorry, here first. That we, you know what we do need? <laughs> balloon regulation. I want to be an anti-balloon lobbyist. <laughs> Which crystal are you squeezing right now? Um, this is garnet. Garnet. What does garnet do? It flames my hatred. <laughs> You're going to have even more hatred. Uh, last up in the Just Enough section, Cam Newton from the Panthers. Couldn't keep his mouth shut. Um, he was being asked by female reporter Jordan Rodriguez. The Panther isn't that is that Florida hockey team? No. <laughs> That's North Carolina Panthers. This is the NFL. But I'm sure no, no. <laughs> Stick with the NFL. We're at Carolina Panthers. Focus. Focus. Okay. There's some type of Panther. There's in a Florida. Panther. There's well, Jacksonville Jaguars. Is that who you're thinking? No, I thought the Pan never mind. It's I'm thinking we'll look Space this up Jam. After Forget, for you. You're for, thinking I'm, Space Jam. Yeah, when simpler times were amazing. Yeah, before R. Kelly pissed on a 13-year-old girl. <laughs> Better times. Exactly. So Cam Newton was asked whether he enjoyed the fact that his wide receiver really seemed to embrace the physicality of his roots. Newton responded, it's funny to hear a female talk about roots. Like, it's just funny. Um, okay. So that is hilarious. <laughs> It's not funny to degrade a female reporter when she's just she's she like reports for the Panthers. This is a reporter also who he's had to deal with before. I'm really kind of shocked at that story because a professional athlete 
degrading a woman. It it's just so weird. doesn't sound in their nature. I know. I, I love a lot of professional athletes, and I think a lot of them are amazing human beings. But Cam Newton, you need to be humble. You need to step down. I feel like there's people that coach you on this shit. You should know better. Um, Taylor Stern actually wrote... Um, this is a funny thing on Twitter. If Cam Newton went as hard at that fumble in the Super Bowl as he did to Jordan Rodriguez, he might have a ring. Oh! So I want to say at Taylor Stern, kudos to you because you I just like dropped Taylor. the mic. It's messed up, right? Like, why say that shit? Just stop. Don't do that. What a fucking dick. I <laughs> know. Cam Newton, you're on our shit list right and now. And also, that's such a douchey name, Cam Newton. <laughs> Cam fucking Newton. He sounds like he'd be like the douchey, like rich preppy guy, like the preppy villain in like an eighties movie, you know? I know. Like anyway. Cam Newton would be like the villain in a John Hughes film. Now he is a, a villain of the NFL today. And that's hard to do. That's real when tough. you are one of the most degrading people in the NFL to a woman, you're in, Listen, I mean, That's he's not, not in the minority. He just took it to the next level. We have worse things to worry about. It's scary out there. But Cam Newton, shame on you. And that's just enough with Jacqueline. Um, I want to talk just enough about your new gig as a page six writer. I want I want everyone to know how you met John, how this all started. Um, John Fugelsang is an amazing comedian. He is so brilliant. And he was like one of the first VJs on MTV. Like he's which I, I, like, I feel like a lot of people don't know. Yeah, I'm like, I hate it. Like, I made him feel, like, so old where I was like, yeah, my mom was bottle feeding me while she watched you and Rosie O'Donnell uh, VJ. I just <laughs> took like, a sip of water. Because, like, they got their start on, like, VH1. Yeah. Or, like, uh, MTV and VH1, they were both VJs. And so he's been, like, forever uh, working. And he's such a brilliant comedian. Um, and so now he is the host of Page Six TV. So Page Six is, like, the... New York gossip column that like everyone knows um especially if you watch Real Housewives of New York page six is where we found out that Tinsley is a horrible house guest <laughs> and does not bring Sonia gifts which I'm just like wow this is like how slow is the fucking news day that people are like Tinsley Mortimer bad ho like does not bring hostess gifts I did not know that yeah I mean it's a well it's a story that Sonia sold about herself oh of course, yeah. It's uh, because she's not a New Jersey housewife. Any good New Jersey housewife knows you bring a gift every time you show up. Somewhere. Exactly. That's just rude, but That's not sprinkle we were cookies. Taught. Not sprinkle they cookies. They will be going right into the trash. Let <laughs> <laughs> me sprinkle cookies! <laughs> Melissa Gorga learned her lesson. Oh, my God. And then Teresa threw a fucking birthday cake last night. She did? She threw a whole birthday cake. Spoiler alert. I just, it was, and Siggy Flicker got so mad. Why did she throw a birthday cake? What happened? Because, okay, and like, I sound like the least fun person. I'm like, I hate balloons. I hate <laughs> when people throw cake. I hate birthdays. I hate celebrations. Um, no. Uh, yes, tuxedo. Tuxedos. I love you, though. Hi, tuxedo. There we go. Tuxedo the cat is saying hi to you, meatballs. It's a kitten be meatball meetup. How about that? Tuxedo. I love it. Okay. Um, sorry. Uh, I hate it when people, you know, when people get married and they do, you feed each other cake and there are those couples that were always like on like America's Funniest Home Videos with, oh, John actually used to host America's Funniest Home Videos of with, course da with Daisy Fuentes. Yes. Um, I love it. And when couples like push the cake in each other's faces, I really cannot talk Do people talk still do that? I sound like I have a retainer on. I don't. I'm just a do horrible you? speaker. <laughs> um, faces. Yeah. That's like really common. I'm like, I would divorce my husband on the spot and then like I don't care I'm I'm hiring a divorce lawyer while I'm still in my wedding dress <laughs> if you did that to me on my fucking wedding day number like not just because of my makeup and my dress and all of our friends and family watching mm -hmm. you're fucking wasting cake that's the most upsetting part of all of now it I want cake Ugh. I know watching it and then I'm just like so Teresa it was Melissa's birthday dinner, and she was trying to be, like, playful and funny. I was like, ha-ha, cake in your face. And then Melissa grabbed a bigger piece and tried to put it in Teresa's <laughs> face. And so, of course, Teresa, <laughs> How did this being not Teresa, <laughs> listen, I we can all relate, especially me, like, goes too far, okay. too fast, too much. Yes. And instead of just being like, ha-ha, it's over now, Teresa takes the entire cake, including the silver 
serving tray it comes on and throws it at Melissa. <gasps> what? And it was like a nice, and poor Siggy was like, this was a nice cake. This wasn't a jolly walrus ice cream cake. This wasn't a, a chocolate chip cookie cake. This was a nice cake <laughs> and she's like we have to tell everyone from this restaurant that we're from jersey who throws cake and she was like going up and it was like an outside restaurant in boca raton and siggy's like going up and picking up like it's fucking shrapnel like pieces of the birthday cake from outside and like classy real classy she was so upset i feel like i i like your reenactment better than the episode is I felt so bad for her and the cake looked so good. And it's just like, I literally, so like, how would your process? Okay. So like you would wake up, you, you'd see this story. Like, what would you take out of that to like write about? Oh, well they send me the stories that they're going to do on the show. So page six, um, it's uh, on at all different times. So look on, um, look for your like time or your area code and it will tell you, um, cause it's on all different times. Um, so it's a really, really funny show where it gives you, it's sort of like TMZ, but ri- like, it's not like shaky, ca- like camera outside LAX trying to be like, Kirsten Dunst, Kirsten Dunst, talk to us. And it's just like her and they're like, well, we didn't get Kirsten Dunst to talk to us. And like Harvey Levin like sips on a smoothie for 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, so it's <laughs> like you have John Fuglesang, who's the host, who's a comedian. And they have Bevy Smith, that really like fat, fabulous um, black woman from Fashion Queens. Oh, okay. And she has a show on Radio Andy on Sirius XM. Love that. And so she's like the fashion kind of socialite. And then you have... Um, two reporters, one who works for one who works at page six and one who works for variety. So okay. there's two people who are actually like interview these people and have so it's a legit show. And then so, yeah, you, so in your I'm the most non-legit part. No, of you're not. Um, so yeah, I just send in jokes for the topics. Annabelle has this mind. I've never met anyone like you who just That's no- probably a good thing. I don't <laughs> think that there should be more. I, for some reason your mind just works in joke like you can pull out any joke about any topic immediately it's true i know she's silent right now as i'm like you can pull out any joke and and it's like cricket yeah (laughs) it's true and i'm like am i right ladies just you know creativity just comes pouring out of my mouth hole with all this beauty I and mean, like yeah this shows how creative i am <laughs> it's true i love um, it i really want another cracker so can i please listen i am the hostess with the mostest <laughs> i will let you have as many kroger <laughs> generic store brand this is how like bougie i am it kills me to i'm like i'm even embarrassed to buy store brand crackers just to feed my squirrels and oh not to brag you your guys, boyfriends outside um but I have gotten two possums, so things are looking pretty good. They scare me. Pretty, they're real big. Pretty, pretty good for me. Mm. But they're little baby possums, and I named them Tamara and Heather <laughs> from Real Housewives of OC because our friend Ronnie Karam um, calls them possum faces. From <laughs> Watch What Crappens? Yeah. He says that Tamara Barney and Heather Dubrow look like that when you go up to your, when you go outside to your garbage can and you see a possum in your garbage and they're like, <laughs> and he's like, that's what Tamara Barney looks like. That is so true. Oh, so Tamara. every night Tamara and Heather come Man. and eat those same crackers that Jacqueline <laughs> is eating now. <laughs> now I have like cotton mouth. Jesus Christ. No. I want you I to I want to make that clear. They haven't eaten them yet. They're, I'm not. They're <laughs> not the leftovers, the possums. They, am I eating possum cracker right now? That's disgusting. Gross. I would have meatballs here for you, but you're a vegetarian. so That's okay. You did the an I even you, better thing. Yes. I brought you a pizza. I want to say the second best thing. It's the way, way better thing. Way better. Um, you bought Amy. me Amy's pizza. I know. Amy's margarita pizza, which is what I live off of. That's Annabelle's diet. My diet, because I was in training for the VMAs, a.k.a. a dance battle show at the comedy store called Stand Up to the Streets. Is this the first podcast you're doing since then? I am, but I'm recapping it with Justin Martindale, who okay, is one was of like, the judges. Anybody who's your meatball knows how brilliant and talented you are at comedy, <laughs> but like... It's almost unfair because you like meet Jacqueline and she's so beautiful and funny and just like one of the best friends you could ever have. And trust me, like I do not say this to make you feel better. Cause if anything, I say things to make people feel worse. Yes. So please know that this kills me. To get comments. <laughs> so, so I do not do this for everyone. Thank you. But she is 
one of the best dancers I've ever seen. And so you look at her and you're like, oh, God does give with both hands. Okay. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so you're so, you're such a good dancer. Thanks. You are the, it's like you're, you weren't supposed to be white. <laughs> That's like the best compliment. Like you're it is. like too talented to be white. Yeah. Thank you. That's so kind of you. White people are the least talented people (laughs) in the world with really anything. No, well, I'm Italian Irish. So yeah, that's still white, but whatever it's yeah. The, and I'll be talking more about this with Justin. So you're getting a special bonus episode. Uh, Lance Bass was one of the judges. Ah! All all I can say is that he said I was amazing. Um, and Justin and I are recapping and then we're going to Lance Bass's brunch. So that's really cool. I know tuxedos. Annabelle's interviewing tuxedo right now. Um, I, yeah, I want you to tell the meatballs before we wrap this up about your October 14th show in Chicago and what they should expect. Oh my God. Kittens, meatballs, adjacent, everyone, please come to Chicago theater works October 14th. So next Saturday, I will be there. My co-host will be there, Megan Granger. And mo- most importantly, my investors will be there. Tell who are them. the real stars of the show. My investors, a.k.a. my parents. And so you'll get to see the RJ, which is like Jacqueline's like second dad. Mm-hmm. When I met Jacqueline's parents, it's like sliding doors. Like it's just, you know, when you see like opposite <laughs> world, like it's. It was weird. Like, it was like a carbon copy of my parents. I know. It was amazing. It was It was so weird. The way your mom loves dancing is the way my mom loved singing Barbra Streisand musical songs They're both to me. petite, blonde, fashionable, Just. amazing women. And then our dads are older, larger, <laughs> in charger, <laughs> <laughs> Italian, the best. Um, my so dad, how cute is this? He sent me a gift yesterday or the day of the stand up to the street show because he knew I was doing a whole Britney Spears medley. I didn't know my dad knew how to send gifts. He sent me a gift of Britney winking and he said, good luck. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was really That's cute. so cute. Right. It was adorable. Phil, oh Phil Mark Fuji, you're a good egg. Both Phil's in your family. Just I know tops have I you know. had phil on either phil no i need to have my brother my brother is i was gonna say coach. have you had hot phil on or hotter <laughs> phil which by hotter <laughs> phil i mean your dad yes he'll your brother's that. still hot yes uh phil is coaching right now and their season's in full effect so he informed the family you're not gonna see me until december like christmas is when we'll talk okay so we we're gonna get phil marfuji jr on this podcast soon but when not until him when you yeah <laughs> He's um in demand. <laughs> I so, miss you. That's so weird because he said yes right away to doing this, <laughs> to doing my podcast. So you've had him on. Twice How awkward now. for you. You're dead to me. God, you know who might be um dead to the Richie family? Uh, apparently, Lionel. I don't know why I'm bringing this up now. I looked at a thing that said the Kardashians on a piece of paper. Um, Sophia Richie is supposedly dating Scott Disick, and she's 19. He's 34. I mean, what dad's dream isn't for your 19-year-old daughter to date a 34-year-old alcoholic sex addict who has three babies? It's very special. I think they're going places. And now he's the American Idol. He's the third host for American, or the third guest for American Idol. And he's supposed to be like the Simon Cowell of the group, which, And I'm like, he's adorable. I saw him. This is like such an old person thing to say. Like, he is such an entertainer. Like I saw, I know that sounds like the dirtiest thing to say, but I saw him at the Hollywood Bowl a few months ago. You did? With um, my friend Lindsay. We went to the Hollywood Bowl and saw him and Mariah Carey opened for him. Whoa. What was that like? That was, I okay, number one, the show started at eight. So I assumed, I was like, fuck, Mariah Carey's going to open for him. I'm like, the show's not going to start till fucking 1 a.m. Yeah. If anybody saw that, she didn't call it a uh, reality series. She called it a docu-series, which just is just people who it was um, a reality series. think they're too good to say reality show. No, reality show. Um, and she was late for that show were, that Cedric, he wrote, Cedric Yarbrough wrote a whole post about her not even showing up to set. I forgot what movie it was. That movie with Amy Poehler and Will Ferrell. They like wrote all oh, this the, stuff. Oh, the house, house, right? Something with the gambling, whatever. Yeah. And Cedric posted this whole thing, and he was like, "I don't give a fuck. I'm on a sitcom. I'm a working actor. I show up to set on time. I had filmed all day on like my sitcom, and still got to set, and had to sit around for like six hours waiting for her. She gets there, doesn't like anything they wrote for her. Made the whole cast, the whole crew, everyone wait around, and they ended up not filming. And they ended like, and it was yeah. they still had to like pay her, and yeah. she requested, of course, like requested her entire dressing room be all white roses and have stuffed animals of lambs have so creepy anyway so i how was she 
I was shocked that she came on at 8.30. Ooh, Mariah. And she came out, Carrie, like on a chaise lounge, and she did something I've never seen out of any concert I've ever been to. She is the first artist I've ever seen who didn't turn on the jumbo screens. So, and there are jumbo screens at the Hollywood Bowl. That's how you see people. She had no live camera footage. <gasps> Instead, she does what I do every Thursday on Throwback Thursday and been like, hey, remember my Throwback Thin Day? Remember <laughs> me? Remember when I used to look like that? And I'm just like, I'm just going to space those out because that's my, my favorite day of the week. Not because it's always almost the weekend. I'm like, I get to post a picture when I was smaller. <laughs> I'm going to have um, to do that. I'm meeting all the crushers. She only played videos of her from 20 years ago. Smart girl. Look at and that. I was like, Mariah, you're so smart. Nobody can see Spanx more than five rows away. <laughs> you go, Mariah. I it, took, it didn't take she didn't even get through two full songs before she was carried off stage. And I mean carried off stage by two gay, beautiful gay men who I assume were beautiful. I don't know because I couldn't see them. Wow. Wow, because they so, weren't yeah, on the jumbo. She didn't walk anywhere on her own. Holy shit! Is it because she can't? Is she like inebriated? What She's do you think wearing is up with her lube? She was wearing a full Swarovski gown, um, wow. and so when she wasn't being carried on the chaise lounge or sitting on the throne that looked like you know like all those Persian thrones that are like how you imagine yeah you know, like the Shahs of Sunset with the inside of their <laughs> apartments look like. So she sat on like one of those Baroque Persian thrones. So if she wasn't sitting on that, or she wasn't being carried on the chaise lounge, her backup dancers had to carry her wow and i feel like lifts like era dancers whenever somebody does a lift it's always very awkward for me to watch because i'm always like oh we did a cartwheel during can't touch this and it was the scariest part of the and show I'm just for me like in you know unless it's like a 13 pound olsen twin ballerina whenever i see people like try to do lifts especially on dancing with the stars when it's like Ugh. when like maxim tried to do like a lift with like fucking like kirstie alley i was like no it's uncomfortable for me to watch mm -hmm. watching them lift her and this is not trying to make fun of a woman's weight. It was just a very slow lift. Got it. Awkward but also she's everyone. not helping in any way. We've all seen that video where like that meme of like doing as little as possible at work. Yes. And it's her. Literally, it's like somebody woke her up from a 70 year coma and she's learning how to like use body parts again. Wow. Wow. Um, That's so, special. yeah, she was. Did not help them whatsoever. She literally just did like a dead baby move, you know, like where they just have to lift dead weight. Oh, man. But Mariah. anyway, so she she did like her hits or whatever and left. And then Lionel Richie came on and he I didn't know he like played the piano and sang and did all this stuff like and I like like Lionel Richie. But I was like, I only know like, you know, dancing on the feeling and like, yeah, you know. Um, all night long like I'm like I like those songs but that's but then he started playing I'm like oh you actually know a lot more Lionel Richie songs than you then think you realize yeah but he is such an entertainer he was like hilarious he was like doing stand-up in between he's sets. so cool he's playing the piano it's just him on stage that's like amazing he is I mean it was like his band but like it's him playing piano he didn't have any backup singers he's any running dancers. the show he's like wearing all leather outfit like going yeah. he was amazing I love this and like so he looked so good he looked like and really young. So he's really handsome. Like, like, very handsome man. Like, so I guess, like, black doesn't crack because he looked <laughs> like a fresh, like, Madame Tussauds, like, wax figure. He looked so young and, like, perfect looking. God, Lionel. I hope I hope he can carry the show. I mean, I don't know what his banter with Katy Perry is going to be, but I just hope that they maybe and resurrect. And Bryan. I just Who? exactly. I'm like, listen, if somebody's number one, American Idol, just fucking let it go. Like OC, take it, it outside go. the barn and fucking shoot it. Yeah, let it go. There's let umpteenth million singing shows. And if somebody's going to watch a singing show, aren't they going to watch the one? The voice. With fucking the country singer that's fucking Gwen Stefani. Yeah. Blake Shelton. While like, she's on the show. They're going to watch that. Yes. No, when they the like voice. to I like, you know, the chair swivel and stuff. Not American Idol. No. And it's not even on Fox anymore. It switched over to ABC. Let it go. And Ryan Seacrest, don't you have enough? fucking money listen i have no job and i like don't want to i don't have any money and i still don't want to work i don't understand when people have millions of dollars like ryan seacrest has all that fucking like american idol money has all that e-money he's a producer of the kardashians he has all the money all the money uh, all now, the kiss fm money all the kiss fm money all the fucking jingle 
<laughs> bell rock what is it the jingle ball, jingle ball money has the fucking i don't know why the fuck he's co-hosting with kelly ripa in the morning and apparently they do not like each other no apparently that is not going well and i'm like which is weird and like they fit into the same size jeans like i don't know what you guys are fighting about but they do not have good chemistry together and now he's doing american idol like fuck ryan no be like frozen you don't even have go. any baby mamas out there why are you working so hard yeah, you're making me tired. Like you're just not talking a single mom. You don't need to do six jobs. <laughs> I'm going to let you do the job at the end of the show. Unfortunately, we do have to go. I have to go do work things Oh, now. I have to go um, pop balloons. Yeah, you have to go pop balloons. I'm just going to go. I'm just going to every Chuck E. Cheese around. Since you did such a good job on all your other reads of Lady Gaga lyrics. Again, oh we God, do the read. I'm so bad at these. No, you're you're my favorite. Um, I, I would love. If you could You've do done so many episodes, have you? Have you not <laughs> run out of songs? <laughs> oh, I repeat certain songs, but this song we talked about, the Hey Girl song. Okay. Um, I want you to do it as Ziggy, like trying to make peace. Okay. Um, you can either start at this one or this one, and you could just read a few of the lyrics because I think you'll be very funny at this. Okay. <laughs> this is post cake throw. This is post cake. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey girl. I can't. I'm so bad at this. No, you so can. Bad. No, do it. Keep just go with it. Okay. Yeah, you're Ziggy. Okay. We can make it easy if we lift each other. If we lift each other like we lift that cake, <laughs> we don't need to keep one upping each other. <laughs> I'm not reading this correctly at all. It's okay. You can improvise. You could read whatever you want. <laughs> just give us two lines. No, sorry. I was reading. It. I was like, what is this? I was like. Read this as like a tagline that was missed at the top of the show. <laughs> okay. Um, then it's like, dun, 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 imagine me like twirling around in a gown. In a gown. Like, if you lose your way, just know I got you. And then do a hair flip. <laughs> and I'm twirling around with like my two family members that'll probably be with divorced your cats? by the... <laughs> Yeah, that would be I'd, like how the first season of Real Housewives of New York, everybody else had a family. And then when it cut to Bethany, it was just Cookie. <laughs> it was just her pup. I love yes. it. No, you did great. Um, this song has already been on the podcast, so I love that you did it as a tagline uh, if you were a Real Housewife. Uh, can you tell the meatballs again where they can find you about your amazing podcast and what show they should watch that you're they writing for? They can go listen to Jacqueline. We just did an episode to go over to Adderall and Compliments on iTunes and listen to that episode. We've had three episodes together on mine. So listen to all of those and make sure you rate both of our podcasts five stars like we're Uber drivers who didn't talk to you. And if you're in Chicago or surrounding areas or any area, you have no excuse because one of my kittens is flying from Ireland. <gasps> So, so everyone fly to Chicago on so October 14th. Please, please, please come to Chicago and I'm going to have little gifts for everyone. We're going to have a giveaway and it's going to be so much fun. We're going to have a step and repeat or if you're a Craig from Southern Charm, he calls it a step and release um, <laughs> and have a pink carpet and everything. <gasps> and so we're so excited. So that'll be next Saturday, October 14th. And there are tickets on ChicagoTheaterWorks.com or go to my Instagram and the link is in the bio. And... Jacqueline and I, I will be stalking Jacqueline at all of her New York yes. comedy dates. All the New York things. We're going to try to do something for Halloween and we'll post about it. We're going to go to Lady Gaga's family restaurant. We're going to do all the things and we'll have a little meetup. We'll have a meatball kitten meetup. How about that? Ah! I know that would be really fun. Um, I love you. Thank you so much for being on this. I'm so happy you guys listen. Uh, doing this makes me happy. And I think right now we need a lot of happiness and kindness thrown around in this world because it's mm. it's tough out there uh so i love you guys i hope you have an amazing weekend thank you thank you thank you for listening i'm jacqueline marfuji this is what's your jersey and i'll put you on the flip side you